Hi, y'all. It's Dana just coming at you to let you know, since you're listening to older podcasts and maybe you haven't heard yet, I now train and certify decluttering coaches in my no mess decluttering process. Go find out if there is a coach who is near you who can help lead you through the decluttering process. Go to declutteringcoaches.com. That's my website. Everyone listed there is trained and certified by me. We now have coaches all over the world. If there's not somebody near enough to you that they can come and help you in person, most of our coaches also offer virtual coaching. And that has helped a lot of people be very successful in working through their clutter. If you are interested in becoming a decluttering coach, go to declutteringcoaches.com, find out about taking the decluttering coach training course and find out what it means to then pursue certification. All right, now go enjoy the podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 311. And I think I'm going to call it making the ideal strategy actually work. Um, so this is a great conversation that I had um, with one of my kindred spirits. And she lives in a unique situation um, with the weather and the kind of, you know, land and, you know, property that they live on and the work that her husband does and just finding the ideal way to do things. And then we kind of like went, oh, wait, you do have the ideal way to do things. So how do we actually make that happen? Okay. So anyway, um, I thought it was great. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. But yeah, I just wanted to remind y'all before um, that you can get 14 days to opening your front door to guests. Or if you're not having guests, you can just use it to have 14 days to getting your house ready to not have to, you know, have your family recreate photos in front of a less cluttered area. Okay. Um, and you can get that for um, $4, which is half off at um, a slobcomesclean.com slash 14, just like one four and uh, use the code podcast to get that sale price. All right. Here is my conversation. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you being willing to, you know, talk to the world about your house. Yeah. Thanks. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What is your unique current life situation? So I have four kids. Um, my oldest is six and my youngest is six months. So I have like a very busy house. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And my husband is a farmer and like a he does like off farm contracting and he works daylight hours. So like 15 hour days, six days a week. (laughs) So during the summer, 15 hours, and then are things different during the winter, I guess? They're like a little bit slower, but he's a bit of a workaholic. (laughs) Okay. 
Got it. Got it. Which we're like thankful for, right? Yeah, I yeah. know. I, I feel like it goes along with the farming thing. Yeah. That- <laughs> that's, that's tough work for sure. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, let's talk about some positive things first. Like what have you found that has worked well for you in your house? I feel like the five steps, like the start with the trash and then the easy stuff. I feel like it's just like, I'll like see a mess and I'll be like, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's like, just take a trash bag and yeah. find the trash and throw it out. And it's like, it, I feel like the kitchen is like one of the spots that overwhelms me the most. And I'll be like, just grab all the compost and put it in the compost pail and grab all the trash, put all the trash in the trash bag and then put everything that goes in the fridge. That's like the easy stuff, right? Right. Well, and I love that you're saying that because that's me too. And, and it's one of the places where I feel like sometimes some naturally organized people get confused with what we I do, you know, is there like, that's not decluttering. And I'm like, and yet it's how I work my way through any mess because yeah. I can get overwhelmed at any kind of mess, which then means I leave it, which then means it turns into long-term clutter. So it's like, so yeah, I love that you're applying that to just everyday situations. Yeah. Um, so that one first, so we're like, start with the trash. I just hear your voice in my head, like pick up the trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the second one is definitely uh, laundry day which is really funny because I feel like six months ago before I had my baby, I was like, I don't know how to do laundry day. And then when the baby was born, my friend came and visited and she did everything. Like she took care of the kids and she cleaned my house. And I like was able to like nap with the baby. She'd like hold the baby when he was fussy. And I just slept. And then I was like, what do I do? What do I do with myself? And I just did all of the laundry, like very slowly. I got through all of the laundry and I had to worry about nothing else. And it just like, I feel like I was just able to start from there. And now I try to do the laundry once a week. I know what like ground zero is. Yes. That's great. That's great. That's huge. Um, cause it is, it's that first laundry day is, is a nightmare. So yeah. you took advantage of, of that. That's great. I love it. Okay. So what is the first question or what situation would you like to talk about first? Okay. So I have four kids <laughs> Yes, and they're all young and I feel like it's not, I don't know if it's possible to like have a cleanish house with all four kids. I feel like I like look around my home and it looks exactly the same as it did like 10 years ago before I had kids when like, I didn't know how to keep my house under control <laughs> and it just feels like too much. Like, is it too much? Like, and like, <laughs> I get behind. Right. Like, so like the baby just had a growth spurt and so he's not sleeping. And so then in the evening, I'm like, I should do the dishes, but I'm exhausted. So I'm going to go to bed or just like sit on the couch and do nothing. And then the dishes get behind. And then the first dishes day takes like an hour. Yeah. I mean, it will get better. You (laughs) are in a legitimately difficult phase right now. Yeah. It is hard to gain traction when your kids are because like something you said on your notes that I had ahead of time was like, I'll do better. And then the baby hits a growth spurt and stops sleeping or starts teething. For me, I remember being like, I think I have this, I think I have this. And then teething with my first one and being like, okay, I don't, I don't have this at all. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And so you're constantly starting over. So it is a difficult time of life. Two things I want to say, first of all, in the notes you had said, all of a sudden I'm behind. And the idea of starting all over again is overwhelming. First of all, you're not starting all over again, because you know, 
Like you just said, I know now I didn't know 10 years ago. So that's a very different place. Now, you know, it is about the dishes being done every day. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not fun. It's not what I want to hear. It's not what I wish I knew, yeah. but I do know now. And so even though, yes, you are starting again, you know, what works, you know, what has an impact. And the thing about that is that's so hard about the particular phase of life that you're in is things do change. I mean, you're on your fourth kid. So, you know, they go from taking, you know, sleeping most of the day to taking definite naps and they go from taking a good morning nap and an afternoon nap to not taking a morning nap anymore. And so it's like, every time you turn around, our whole entire routine is completely different. And so it's the same thing as someone who is in a different phase of life. Who's like, okay, I changed jobs or whatever. It's just that you're going through this like every three months you know, yes. <laughs> for years, you know? Yeah. And so, but it's the same concept. It's okay. Life has changed. Schedule routine is all different now. I still know my four things I have to do. I have to do the dishes and then I have to do a five minute pickup. And then I know my other two habits too, but those two things, if that's all I can do, things will be better. But the other thing I want to talk about is clutter. Okay. So the, the actual getting stuff out of the house. And so this might be a time of your life where you say, I am overwhelmed because of the natural reality that things are difficult and unpredictable and don't last, you know, don't, don't stay the same for very long when you have four kids under six uh, or six and under. But if I will get stuff out of my house, there will be less to get out of control. So like really saying there is huge value in you pretty ruthlessly decluttering anything that you don't absolutely have to have just for the sake of my clutter threshold is going to be lower right now because I'm overwhelmed with other stuff. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean.
Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. Yeah. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And it is, I feel like I've been working on that and it does make a difference. The, the thing that's hard with the kids is everybody always wants to give you hand-me-downs. Yes. <laughs> so I had my fourth kid and like, we don't know if we're going to have another, but I like went through the newborn clothes and there were clothes that like none of my kids had worn that I've had since I was like, why am I still keeping this? I just like put it all in the newborn bin. Right. And then people just keep like giving you hand me downs. They're like, Oh, you've got kids. You can use these. And then it's like this, like overwhelming. Well, and, and so there comes a point b- because the problem is I loved getting hand me downs. Like it <laughs> was so fun to get hand me downs. Like I, loved, I remember as a kid loving going through the big black trash bag or whatever somebody had given us. I loved it when I had kids because it felt like free shopping, you know, Mm -hmm. but the pain of remember to experience the pain of decluttering, get rid of all these things that you never ended up using that you forgot you even had because you only used what was on the top of the bin or whatever. But the, the reality is as you get rid of that stuff, and experience the pain and get frustrated with yourself over it. And also honestly, a little bit like, seriously, people have dumped their burdens on me. You know I mean? Like let it be your excuse to refuse. Like say, so the next time you, you said it as if it's an ongoing thing that people are constantly giving you stuff. Cause you're like, Ooh, four kids. She might have more here. Let me dump all my stuff on her. So just say, I'm so sorry. I have written and tell the story, tell your sob story. You know, I realized, I mean, I have recently gotten rid of so many things people had given us that we never ended up using. And it was just wasted, you know, cause they're probably giving it to you. Cause they think, well, this way it won't be wasted. So yes. just be like, I have realized Oh, you know, I, I, I can't handle all this stuff and, and just stop it at the source and just tell your story. I I really think there's a lot of value in that because people don't know, uh, because you probably were excited when you got this stuff, like we talked about, but at the same time, say, I, I bet your kid has the cutest clothes, but I personally just, I I've got too much going on to even be able to take on the responsibility of getting what I want and getting rid of the rest. I've got too much of my own stuff to get rid of, you know, that kind of thing because it's hard, you know, and, and then just also overall focus on the decluttering and just say, and just realize every time something truly leaves my home, 
I will never have to worry about it again. It can never get out of control again, which then will impact positively all of these different upheaval times that you are going to go through. I mean, it's just, you, you know, you have a six-year-old, so you know, what's coming over the next six years with your, you know, your baby of how many times things are going to change and just be like, okay, this is, this is helping that future to not be as overwhelming. The more stuff that I get out of this house. Um, I don't know. Does that help? Yeah, (laughs) it's so true. I took a van load of stuff to the thrift store last week and it was so satisfying. Yes. And you never have to think about that stuff again. It can never be out on the floor. It can never fall out of a drawer. Yeah. All of that. At some point I might think, oh, I would like to make soy milk with that soy milk machine, but I don't make soy milk with the soy milk machine. You can make soy milk yourself? Yeah. I tried for a little while. My husband grew soybeans one year and I was like, Hey, can I make soy milk? And he was like, sure. So he gave me a bunch of soybeans from the combine and I made it and it was delicious. And then that is so interesting. I, (laughs) I mean, obviously you can make soy milk if there is such a thing as soy milk, but I, wow. Okay. But you tried it Yeah, and you have the experience and then think about the person in the thrift store. Who's like, Oh, I've always wanted to try making soy milk. (laughs) That's going to, they're going to be so excited when they see that. Yep. That's great. And now you know what it takes. So if down the line you go, you know what? I know, I know what it takes. I'm going to go look at a thrift store for a soy milk machine. (laughs) Um, Because I think I can handle it. Okay. So what's something else you'd like to talk about? Okay. So the next question is decorating. I would really love to spend some energy decorating my house and it feels like extra because there's all this stuff that you have to deal with first. Like for example, my bedroom has had paint swatches on the wall for four or five years because like the idea of like, like having to move everything, like clean up the room and then paint the room. And it's just like on top of having to do everything else feels like so much. Well, in those four or five years, you've gone from one toddler to four kids. I mean, so it's been, no, I get it. I totally get that. So pick your room that you would most like to decorate. Okay. And I would say, follow the visibility rule on that as well, just so that you'll get to enjoy and be proud of that space. You know, I mean, if you want it to be your bedroom, great. You know, if that's the space that you're dying to get, not dying, but you know what I mean? That you're really eager to get decorated. Um, So focus on, okay, this is my goal for this room. I want to decorate it. So my goal is to get this room completely and totally and purposefully decluttered. Okay. So that when I do move everything, I am only going to have to move what actually goes in here. I'm not going to move anything superfluously. I think that might be the right use of that word, you know, but I don't want to have to move anything that I don't absolutely have to move because it just was randomly sitting in here. So like be ruthless about that decluttering and then say, okay. And then part of the purpose of decorating it is going to be to solidify the space for everything in that room, because that's one of the things that decorating does is it's like, okay, there's a aesthetic, there is a look, there is a line of sight. I don't know all these terms cause I'm not a decorator, but, but that's what you're doing. You're like, I'm giving this a very specific space so that it has a very specific look, but I can't do that when there's a bunch of extra junk everywhere. So like, you know, really 
declutter with that in mind with making sure that you're not stuff shifting, you know, being like, okay, either something is going to have a definite home somewhere else in my house, or it's going to leave my house. Mm -hmm. Um, so that you're not, because that was, that is kind of what I've had to realize I've gotten past with like my old me before the decluttering back when I used to think I could keep everything. That's what I would do. It's like, if I tried to decorate a room, well, then obviously I had to remove stuff from the space to make it look the way I wanted it to, but I would just stuff shift it into another room to wait until I suddenly knew what I was going to do with it, you know, or whatever. So it's like, and so my overall house always, you know, always felt like I was defeating the purpose of declutter of decorating because it was making other spaces worse. So, um, really focusing on that. We're going to see if this works. We'll see. Assuming that my audio is going to be very different now. So let's just explain to everyone that my internet decided to go out and, um, all right, let's go to the next question. (laughs) Okay. So one of like my big parenting, like values, like favorite things is that like, I think my kids should play outside. And uh, we live in Canada where we have like four very definite seasons and we also live on a farm. So one of those seasons, two of those seasons are mud (laughs) basically. And so we have like a lot of outdoor gear. I have like two or three swim snowsuits for each kid. I have like two pairs of rubber boots for each kid. I have two splash boots, splash suits for each kid because like I want them to play outside. And if they get wet or muddy outside, I want them to be able to play outside again the next day and not have wet gear and that's like 12 snowsuits <laughs> yeah and so and then on top of all that there's like my husband who works like a very muddy job and so he's got muddy boots and like muddy snowsuits and muddy coats and like there's just like a lot of dirty gear and also it's just like a lot of gear and we want to be able to use it often when we're, when we need it, because like, I want everybody to play outside. That's like really important. The kids are in like a forest school. So they go once a week outside and just, we just have to be ready for it. Yeah. Do you have a med room? So we have a room in the basement that I would like to be my med room. It like comes in the basement and there's like a freezer and our water softener in there. And then it's like right next to the laundry room and that would be perfect. And then we use the front door. (laughs) Okay. How, so you would like to use that. What's your reason that you're not using it? So it's kind of full stuff, uh, kind of that my husband just comes in the front door every day. And so like, I'll say, use the basement door and he won't use the basement door. Sometimes I try to think, oh, I'll just lock the front door. And then he'll get the message because we've talked about this, not in like a mean way, just in like a, I can't open the front door, but I I always forget. Or like, I have to go outside and do something and then I don't remember And then he comes in the front door again. (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so you said two things there, and I get that it's the training of the, like, this is where we need to start coming in as a whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like you have a solution, but the words that you said that make me think this could be contributing to why is there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would focus on then. I would say, okay, I'm going to make this my visibility rule. This is a major problem that we have that affects the rest of my entire house. So I'm going to focus on decluttering, like legit clear it out so that there's space. Cause I'm, I'm picturing now I live in Texas. Yeah. So we have snow once every couple of years and I know it is a huge pain. And so I can only imagine the you know reality of, of this being all the time for you. But if you look at it as, um, okay, we want this area to function in a certain way. Like I'm picturing things need to be hung up to yeah. dry. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, you know, that's, that's going to be part of what I need here. I need to create the space to have some sort of a bar that this is where things get hung up, you know, as soon as you walk in the house. Okay. So I'm going to focus on getting this space cleared out because part of that can be like in your mind, you said, well, there's two issues here. We don't use the door and the space isn't that usable, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's more, there's too much stuff in it. So when you say to your husband, can we start using this? I'm sure he's like, oh, that's a good idea. But it doesn't occur to him because that space doesn't look like what you're envisioning. You can see in your head how you would use that space. He can't see it in his head because it's number one, not as important to him. He doesn't necessarily think about it. and He's only seeing what it looks like now. So going ahead and saying, okay, I'm going to prep this space. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean everybody's going to automatically start going to the correct place, but really, you know, creating this area that, and, and so that everybody can visually go, oh, that would make a difference, you know, because I find that with my family too, is I'm like, I'm picturing something in the house of how things could be, should be. And they're like, yeah, we don't, what? Like all they have to relate to is just how it's always been, you know? And mm-hmm. so they're like, not seeing what I'm seeing. Um, Does that make we, sense? Yeah, we have used it. Like we didn't use it last winter because I just gave up. But like the winter before that, we did use it as a mudroom. And I'm like, what I'm picturing right now is also that like the laundry room was always a disaster because I didn't have laundry under control. And then the like, the basement is like not visible. It's like where the kids play and where the mudroom is. So like there is stuff on the way to the stairs and like, it's like hard to get down there. And then once you're down there, the kids like throw all their gear on the floor and don't hang it up. And then it's just like, you're right. Like there's like, it's not even just the mudroom that needs to be decluttered. It's like the whole path there. Which sounds like terrible news that I'm giving you then, right? But it's like, like true because like the alternative is that like people come in with their muddy boots. It's just started because it rained like four inches last week. And so my kids came in and like, there's like cakes of mud in my front entryway. And we have like a big open great room with the kitchen and the living room and stuff. So like the front door comes in there and there's just like 
clogs of mud that if you don't clean them up right away. Yeah. Sounds like there's huge motivation to do this and just accepting the reality of, okay, what do, what can I do to make this happen? I can visually make this look like, because if there's stuff everywhere, kids are going to add to that stuff. Mm-hmm. If there's not stuff everywhere, they're still going to have to be reminded, but at least it'll be like a reminder plus, oh yeah, that's what this looks like, you know, mm-hmm. of, of hang your stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my I'm gosh. Sorry. And then like, it's just, like, it's, there's like, just, it's just like frustrating. Cause like my husband comes in with his dirty clothes and there's like a laundry basket in the laundry room for his dirty clothes. But at the end of the day, he'll take off his clothes in the front hallway because yeah, I don't, I don't, why, why? No, why I mean, I, I get it, but, but it's also like, if it's a messy place and I hate going up the stairs because there's always stuff in the way, it's just one more, you know, but it's like, once something is, it almost sounds like you need to focus on this being the issue of the usability of that room, like mm-hmm. function of the room is everything. And for it to function the way you want it to function, it's got to have less stuff in it so that he doesn't, you know, come in and think, well, I'm going to take this off, you know, because the thing is, if the foyer, if the entryway, the house where he's been taking stuff off, doesn't have other stuff in it, then it might be this mental thing that maybe he doesn't even realize of, okay, well, I can just drop it here. Yeah. But down there, there's all this stuff. And so if I drop it there, it's going to get mud on other things. And wouldn't that be worse? And I don't know. So making it a clear space. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just a lot of and stuff. Yeah, it is. I, <laughs> I know. know. And that's why I'm like, I don't want to tell you that. Because I know. It sounds like. But like, you're totally right. It's just like getting, like getting rid of, I've like gotten rid of stuff in like my main living area and my kitchen. And like, it's like been like good. It's been good. Like the kids, I've got rid of a bunch of toys this summer and the kids are playing like a hundred times better. And I got rid of like a bunch of just like books. Like my bookshelf is like half half as full. And so there's space for them to play because I was able to get rid of a bookshelf. And like, so like, I just need to keep, keep going. And it's the same with my bedroom. When you said like, if I like declutter my bedroom so I can decorate it, I was like, you're right. I should just move the stuff that I like. And then maybe painting it wouldn't be so hard. It's like the like pressure yeah. of having to move. Like, like my friend got married a few years ago and I can think about this right away. And like, I, ha- I got to wear a sari and it's like, this is really special, but like, I'm never going to wear a sari again yeah. in my life. So like, do I still keep it? I don't know. But it's, it's like all of these questions and it's the yes. same in the basement. Like we yeah. could use this extra snowsuit, but maybe we won't, but maybe we'll, it's like the tough questions, you know? Yeah. Okay. That was your questions that you had. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Not really. You're I right. solved all your problems. Well, you're totally right that I have to get rid of stuff. That getting rid of stuff is like the answer. It's always the answer. Not yes. to like be a minimalist, just like not to be a maximalist. I can't be a maximalist. Right. And, and, and the function of the rooms, yeah. because, because what we're talking about here is, you know, the bedroom you want that to be a beautiful place. That's the function that you want. Yeah. You want it to be restful. So get a, get rid of anything that keeps it from being restful, that keeps you from being able to decorate it. The, the you know, mudroom, I mean, like, I'm like, it, 
and I get what you're getting because I'm like, it is ideal. You have a place to come in. It's got the laundry right there. And yet it can't function because of the stuff there and the stuff between there and getting into the main part of the house. Because I feel like when I have too much stuff in a space and I'm trying to decorate or trying to create this new habit, I am fighting a losing battle if there's clutter in there, if there's too much stuff in there for me to ever be able to do that. And it's like, oh, wait, I generally solve my problem by getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I am. I am. (laughs) You're very good at what you do. You know that. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Anyway. (laughs) I know. I'm so obnoxious. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like you've got like a gift and you're like sharing it with the world and it's amazing. It's good. Don't be bashful about it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I know. I tell my husband all the time, do you realize how brilliant I am on all this stuff? And then you just don't even appreciate it. Just kidding. He does appreciate it. I appreciate you. So thank you. Um, Okay. So tell me what your favorite thing is about being a kindred spirit, a patron. It's a great group. Uh, One of my favorite things is that like, I like the idea of decorating my house, but my house is not uh, clean enough to be in a decorating magazine. (laughs) (laughs) And I spend a lot of time on Instagram and you like see people's houses and they're like clean. And like, somebody will be like, oh my gosh, look at this house on a Tuesday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't get it. This is not my Tuesday. And so like in the group, people are like, look at my house on a Tuesday. I need to like fix this. And I'm like, yes, this is what my house looks like on a Tuesday. It's just like, so nice to see people's like not perfect homes. They're like perfect because they're like lived in and loved and all that, but like not, not like Instagram perfect. And it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. There is something to be said for that. Like, oh, somebody understands. Somebody yeah. gets it. This is big. <laughs> yeah. And then I okay, can post well, a picture of my like Tuesday house and people are like, you got this. Yeah. Do a five yeah. minute pickup. And I'm like, yeah, okay. This is okay. Yeah. It's like reminding you of the things that you know to do instead of being like, I haven't done this yet. You know, that nobody is like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. Anything else that you want to talk about? This is great. Covered it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being willing to come on. And I would love to hear an update on your mudroom because I feel like you're headed into that season, right? In Canada. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know Canada is a big place, but it's all cold. So, (laughs) So, right. We do get cold. Yeah. It's, but I'd say we've got, we usually get snow by Halloween or like the beginning of November. So, but it's mud right now. Right now. So, I mean, that's, so, yeah. But that's such a great um, motivation and deadline because you're probably not going to want to be down there. It may be colder down there, you know, so it's like, okay, what I'm, I'm going to focus on this space, this area, getting as many things out as I can to see if, how much better it can function for this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and enjoy those babies and enjoy the phase of life and know that it really will. I know everybody says it. You don't like to hear it. I didn't like to hear it when my kids were little either, but it goes so fast. I, know. I have a six-year-old. It it's, doesn't seven. Like it. it's like you were tiny yesterday. I know. I know yeah. it really, really does. So anyway, but it's also such a fun time. So enjoy that. Thank you. Okay. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation. Um, those are some legit challenges. And so 
I enjoy tackling legit challenges. It makes it really fun. If you are interested in finding out more about being a kindred spirit, about being a patron of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. You can do the um, monthly thing or you could decide, you know what, I'm going to pay like a whole year and just not have to think about it until next year again. Anyway, if you'd like to do that, again, just go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. All right. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.